الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah We continue going over the tremendous book by the Fadil al-Shaykh al-Allama Imam bin Baz rahimahullahu ta'ala We had concluded on the section which is still dealing with the names and the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what it means to have proper belief in them and those aspects that are of tremendous importance as relates to them the Fadil to Shaykh Shaykh Abdul Razak bin Shaykh Abdul Muhsin al-Badr hafidhuhumullahu ta'ala he mentions, he says إِذَا عَرَفْنَا أَنَّ التَّوْحِيدِ يَنْقَسِمُ إِلَى ثَلَاثِةِ الْأَقْسَامِ he said and once we have come to know that Tawheed it breaks down into three different categories that Tawheed is of three different categories and as a review those categories are At-Tawheed Al-Rububiyya At-Tawheed Al-Uluhiyya and At-Tawheed Al-Asma'i Wa-Sifat The Shaykh mentions, he says فَلْيُعْلَمْ أَنَّ لِكُلِّ قِسْمٍ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْأَقْسَامِ الثَّلَاثَةِ بُدَّنِ he said in no let it be known and thus it is known that each and every one of these categories each and every one of these three categories the opposite of it is that which will negate the Tawheed due to his presence the opposite of it is that which will negate the Tawheed due to his presence because in the next section after this section Imam bin Baz Rahmatullah He mentions the aqsam of shirk He mentions the categories of a shirk Ala kulli hal Before getting into that category Shaykh Abdul Razak Ta'ala He brings some very important benefit Naam, some very important benefit That Bithnillahi Ta'ala I would like everyone to write down insha'Allah ta'ala Naam. from or the first thing that he mentions he says إِذَا عَرَفْنَا أَنَّ التَّوْحِيدَ الرُّبُوبِينَ أَنَّ التَّوْحِيدَ الرُّبُوبِيَّةِ يعني إفراد الله بربوبيته he said if we know and once we have come to know that التَّوْحِيدَ الرُّبُوبِيَّةِ what it means is to single out Allah alone as relates to his Lordship to single out Allah alone the Rububiyyah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
He is the the Lord. He is the one who creates. Naam. He is the only creator. Wal-khalq. Wal-rizq. Wal-ihya. Wal-imat. Wal-imata. Wal-tadbir. Wal-tasrifu. Yani fi hadhal kawm. He said if we know and we that a tawheed al-rububiyyah is to single out Allah with rububiyyah and to single out Allah that he is the only creator and to single out Allah that he is the only provider that he is the one who creates he is the one who provides he is the one who causes life he is the one who causes death he is the one who arranges the affairs uh, he is the one who arranges the universe naam fadiddu dhalika and yuthbata li ayyi li ayyi min al-makhluqat shay'un min khasa'isillah fi rububiyyatihi then we should understand that what will constitute a shirk as relates to the rububiyyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala na'am or we should understand that the opposite of that the opposite of the tawheed al-rububiyyah then it will be shirk as relates to rububiyyah then that will mean that something is affirmed from these aforementioned fears to one of the created beings. That is to affirm something or to anything from the creation, something from that which is specific to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as relates to his rububiyyah. So if a person were to associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as relates to uh, provisions, thinking that other things could provide for them independent from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or that there are certain things from the creation and they are the causes of life or they are the ones, the causes of death or they are the ones who arrange the affairs inside of the universe and have an effect upon the universe and so, uh, so on and so, uh, so on and so forth then this will constitute shirk in this regard this will be shirk so it's to, to give anything that is specific unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as relates to his rububiyyah, then it will be to make shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in rububiyyah. Naam. Ka'an yuja'ana li ahadin. And the shaykh brings examples. Li'an yuja'ana li ahadin min makhluqat shay'un min khalq aw tasrif aw tatbir li hadhal kawn to give anything to give anything from creation and to attribute to them anything as relates to creation that they create or that they have an effect upon this universe and that they are the ones who are the arrangers of the affairs inside of this universe. فَمَنْ وُجِدَ مِنْهُ ذَلِكَ ذَلِكَ تَوْحِيدَهُ Whoever who you see this from him, then that right there, it will negate his tawheed. They will negate his tawheed. Naam. And I want you to understand this It will negate that individual's tawheed So if a person thinks that there is a created thing that creates Or there is a created thing that is the provider of provisions Or there is a created thing that controls and arranges the affairs inside of the universe and so on and so forth This is shirk This negates tawheed It negates the tawheed Naam. This individual, as the Shaykh mentions, يَكُونُ كَافِرًا بِالْرُبُوبِيَةِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ The name will be a disbeliever. 
in the rububiyyah of Allah Azza wa Jal. They will be a disbeliever in at-tawheed al-rububiyyah. So therefore they will be what? They will be kuffar. لِأَنَّ الْمَرْءِ لَا يَكُونُ مُوَحِّنًا فِي الْرُبُوبِيَّةِ إِلَّا إِذَا أَفْرَضَ الْإِذَا إِلَّا إِذَا أَفْرَضَ اللَّهَ بِالْرُبُوبِيَّةِ Because an individual, he will not be one who is muwahid, one who he implements the tawheed, one who was a true monotheist as relates to rububiyyah until they single out Allah alone with as relates to the affairs of rububiyyah. وَلَمْ يَجْعَلْ مَعَهُ شَرِيكًا فِيهَا And he does not associate any partners with Allah as relates to it. He does not uh, deem or consider anything as a partner or one who shares in this affair with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if they were to do that, then that by itself, it will negate their belief in Tawheed. It will negate their belief in Tawheed. Naam. Also, also, and this is a very important concept as well, is that what? إِذَا عَرَفْنَا أَنَّ التَّوْحِيدَ الْأَسْمَاءِ مُصِفَاتِ قَائِمٌ عَلَى إِثْبَاتِ الْأَسْمَاءِ الْحُسْنَى وَصِفَاتِ الْعُلَى لِلَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى I want you to write this down. Because he's saying that once we have come to know once we have known that at-tawheed in the asma'i musifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it is established upon ithbat, ithbat al-asma'i al-husna wa sifat ila al-ulya is that it is to affirm the beautiful names and lofty attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So one, it is to affirm the beautiful names and lofty attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَالنَّفِي نَقَائِصْ وَالْعُيُوبِ عَنِ اللَّهِ And it's also to negate any type of deficiencies, any type of shortcomings uh, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we negate from Allah all shortcomings, all deficiencies. So on and so forth. Naam. وَتَنْزِيهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى عَمَّا لَا يَلِيقُ بِجَلَالِهِ And we negate from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all those things that are not befitting with His Majesty. فَإِنَّ ضُدَّ هَذَا التَّوْحِيدِ So what is the opposite of this tawheed? What is the opposite of this tawheed? Meaning a tawheed فِي أَسْمَاءِ اللَّهِ وَصِفَاتِهِ what will constitute the opposite of this in shirk as relates to this, then that will be a, a number of affairs. The first one, jahdu shay mimma athbatahu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That will be to negate something that Allah has affirmed and established. So if somebody negates something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has established, then this will constitute the opposite as relates to what is required. Now, because remember that Sheikh Ibn Bazi mentions that the opposite of these uh, 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 three categories of it-tawheed. So the first one, how would a person bring forth the opposite as relates to it-tawheed, al-rububiyyah? That will be by to give one of the creation something from al-rububiyyah which is specific 
to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if we affirm to a created being that they create or that they provide or that they cause life or that they cause death or that they get to the end of it, then this will be shirk and rububiyyah. This will be to bring the opposite naam, of, what is, of what is necessary from the proper belief. So when it comes to At-Tawheed al-Asma'i wa-Sifat Then what will constitute Bringing forth the opposite From that which will constitute Bringing forth the opposite One will be to negate Deny To arrogantly reject Something that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala He has affirmed for himself Naam So this is the first thing To absently reject Something that Allah has affirmed for himself this will be to establish the opposite of what is required. To establish the opposite of the belief in Asma'i wa Sifat. So thus this will constitute a disbelief in Asma'i wa Sifat. That an individual will deny something that Allah has affirmed. Naam, or they will deny something that the Prophet wasallam has affirmed for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or, إِثْبَاتُ شَيْءٍ نَفَاهُ اللَّهِ Or, that they will... Affirm something that Allah has negated. Naam. So again. So again. That which will establish the opposite of what is required as it relates to a tawheed and asma'i wa sifat is that one, a person will arrogantly reject. That which Allah has affirmed. Two, they will affirm something that Allah has negated. Naam. So again, that which will constitute bringing forth the opposite of what is required, that which will constitute kufr in the asma of sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that will be one. To arrogantly reject that which Allah has affirmed From his names and his attributes Or it will be to affirm to Allah That which he has negated from himself فَمَنْ أَثْبَتَ لِلَّهِ مَا نَفَاهُ اللَّهِ عَنْ نَفْسِهِ أَوْ نَفَى عَنِ اللَّهِ مَا أَثْبَتَهُ اللَّهِ لِنَفْسِهِ فَقَدْ وَقَعَ so whoever they affirm that which Allah has negated from himself or they negate that which Allah has affirmed for himself then they would have established the opposite of a tawheed of al-asma'i wa sifat they would have established the opposite of a tawheed al-asma'i wa sifat naam and then the shaykh he brings examples. He says, "Adribu mithalin likulin min huma min al-Quran." He said, and, and I'm going to give it an example for each of these aforementioned things from the Quran. Naam. So he's going to give an example of those who arrogantly reject that which Allah has affirmed, and he's going to bring an example. Of those who they affirm that which Allah has negated. Man. So for as for the first, those who affirm 
or an example, uh, excuse me, a, a, an example of those who reject that which Allah has affirmed, the Shaykh he mentions, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ethbata linafsihi al-ilm, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has affirmed from him, for himself knowledge. Allah azza wa jal, he has affirmed for himself knowledge. Naam. Bayi. وَأَنَّهُ أَحَاطَ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عِلْمًا And that he, his knowledge encompasses everything. وَأَنَّهُ لَا تَخْفَى عَلَيْهِ خَافِيَ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ And that there is nothing that escapes him. There is nothing that is hidden from him. There is nothing that is hidden from him, neither in the earth nor in the heavens. يَعْلَمُ مَا كَانْ He knows what was. And he knows what will be. And that which will never be. And if it was, how it would have been. Billah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whoever he doubts or arrogantly rejects or they don't believe or they're apprehensive as relates to this characteristic and this attribute or that which is connected to it and linked to it, then this individual will be a disbeliever. This individual will be a disbeliever in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. And the proof of this, as this could be illustrated very clearly inside of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's statement, where he says, وَلَكِنْ ظَنَنْتُمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَعْلَمُ كَثِيرًا مِمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ he says, Allah Ta'ala is addressing the disbelievers. He's saying, but rather, you thought that verily Allah was unaware of much of what you do. Naam. And verily you thought that Allah was unaware, that Allah did not know much of what you do. And this was your false belief. This was your false belief, this was your incorrect thoughts and assumptions and the like that which you thought about your Lord these were the false thoughts in which you thought about your Lord these were the false thoughts in which you thought about your Lord and therefore and therefore You have become, you were destroyed because of it. These were the false thoughts in which you had about your Lord, and thus that is what had brought you to destruction. That's what had brought you to destruction. And you have become from the losers. That which has brought you to, to destruction, and you have become from the losers. Naam. And what was that? That was their denial of. The knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They denied one attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore, 
it brought them to destruction. It brought them to ruin. And they became from those who were the ultimate losers. Ma'am, they became from those who they were the ultimate losers. Why? Because they denied. They denied Allah's knowledge. Because they denied Allah's knowledge. Ma'am. So this affair is an affair that is tremendously uh, dangerous as can be as, as is illustrated here uh, in these verses now this is what brought these individuals to their destruction Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he goes on to say and even if they were to have patience the fire is still their final abode the fire, it will be a home for them. Naam. This is because of what? Because they denied Allah's knowledge. So therefore the fire will be home for them. And even if they were to beg for an excuse, even if they were to beg to be excused, they will not be from those who will ever be granted an excuse or for those who will ever be excused. So even if they were to beg to be excused, they are from those who will never be excused. When we sit back and we reflect over the danger of this particular affair, we see with all clarity we see without any doubt the danger that lies in rejecting the names and the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Shaykh Yuzani mentions, he says, هَذِهِ الْعَقُوبَاتِ الْوَاقِعَةِ عَلَى هَؤُلَاءِ He said that these punishments that have touched these individuals مَبْنَاهَا وَسَبَبَهَا the reason for them, the cause for them, is what? Is a, is a, it can be illustrated in Allah Ta'ala's statement. وَلَكِنْ ظَنَنْتُمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَعْلَمُ كَثِيرًا مِمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ He said, but you thought Allah didn't know much about what you used to do. هَذَا فِيهِ شَكْءٍ In this you see that they had doubt. They thought. So they were, it was a doubt. They weren't saying with certainty, no, Allah doesn't know. Huh? But they thought, perhaps, Allah don't know much of what we'd be doing. Now, this was a doubt. So if this was a situation that was earned for them due to a doubt, due to them doubting Allah's knowledge. What about the individual who just straight up denies it? What about those who just straight up don't believe in it? Now, an example of these ones will be like the first ones from the Qadriyyah. Those who believe that Allah doesn't know what's going to happen until after it happens. And this is why the Sahaba, they deem these individuals as being kuffar. They deem them as being disbelievers. And the ulama of Ahlul Sunnah wa Jama'ah, they all agree that this, that this first group, this first emergence from the Qadriyyah, then they were kuffar. They were disbelievers. Ma'am. You had after them 
their belief developed and it switched and this aspect was removed so the, the ones who came later they didn't hold this belief that Allah doesn't know what's going to happen until it happens they didn't they, they did not hold this belief and this is why the ulama they do not make takfir on the qadariya that came later because the beliefs had adjusted but the zealots from amongst them who believed to the extent that Allah does not know what's going to happen until it happens these were kuffar and then maybe this would give a better understanding to the statement of the ulama when they say that that yani that uh, bid'ah is barid bil kufr that bid'ah it is a postcard of kufr it's a gateway bid'ah is a gateway of kufr because where the bid'ah the epitome of it and where it ends is in disbelief naam where it ends is in disbelief it'll take a person out of islam and this is an example of this those who the bid'ah as relates to their belief in qadr led them to say that Allah does not know what's going to happen until after it happens so that led them out of Islam Naam. but the, the qadriyah that came later as mentioned they didn't go that far and that's why they're still in Islam they're still Muslims they didn't go that far like the zealots from amongst them in any event these ones they had doubt as relates to Allah's knowledge so therefore you see what their punishment was. So they doubt it. Naam. So these individuals, they had doubt as it relates to what Allah has affirmed for Himself. Which is, that Allah Ta'ala's knowledge encompasses everything. And that He has knowledge of everything. Subhanahu wa ta'ala bithalik, and whoever he denies that which Allah has affirmed for himself, then subsequently he disbelieves in it. If he denies what Allah has affirmed for himself, then he disbelieves in that which Allah has affirmed for himself. Naam. An example of this, Allah Ta'ala He says, They disbelieve in Ar Rahman. Naam. Perhaps when we hear that we look at we look at it in the general sense of it. The disbeliever Ar Rahman. And we know that Ar Rahman is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. We know that Ar Rahman it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if we understood the context of why this ayah came down or what this ayah is speaking to, the incident that had, that had happened, it was because the disbelievers, the polytheists of, of the Quraysh, they didn't recognize this name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they didn't recognize it and they, and, and they asked what's Ar-Rahman and what's, and what's Ar-Rahman what's that they, they, it's, it's not that yani, they didn't acknowledge the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they acknowledge Allah's existence you understand as, 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 as the texture was clearly they acknowledge Allah's existence but when it was mentioned to them Ar-Rahman they said and, 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 and what is Ar-Rahman what's that What's the who's that? Naam. So they denied this one name. They denied this one name. And this is this is what is meant and this is what is meant by Wahum Yakfuruna bir Rahman. And they disbelieve in Ar Rahman. That one name they disbelieved in. And just because of that, they were what? Kufar. Naam. That's enough to make a person a kafir. Naam. 
called their arrogant denial of his name Ar-Rahman that that is disbelief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, that, that, that is disbelief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because to disbelieve in one name from Allah's names is enough for yani, to make a person a kafir. Is enough to make a person a kafir. Now, now as far as these polytheists, let me know their calamities were, you know, <laughs> there were a lot. You understand? But this was from them. But this by itself is enough to make a person a kafir. Yeah? That makes sense? But, so this is an example of the first concept. And that is to deny that which Allah has affirmed for himself. Again, that is to deny that which Allah has affirmed for himself. So now the second concept is what? Is to affirm to Allah that which he has negated for himself. Now, because this also constitutes bringing forth the opposite of what is required and necessary to believe in Tawheed al-Asma'i wa-Sifat. Now, this is to establish the opposite. Is that what? Is that you affirm that which Allah has negated for himself. An example of this. The Shaykh he says he's going to bring examples from the Quran. An example for this. Another example. وَهُوَ إِذْبَاتِ مَا نَفَاهُ It is to affirm that which Allah has negated. تَقَدَّمَ فِي سُورَةِ الْإِخْلَاسِ And it has come already in Surah, in Surah Al-Ikhlas. Yani we spoke about it a bit last week. Allah Ta'ala's statement, لَمْ يَلِدْ وَلَمْ يُولَدْ that he does not have children nor has parents. That he does not have children nor that he has parents. Naam. Yaqulullah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi surah Maryam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in surah uh, Maryam and his verse uh, in verse 88. And they say that Ar-Rahman has taken a son so now I want you to see the contrast right I want you to see the contrast because the the polytheist they disbelieved in Ar-Rahman the name Ar-Rahman they disbelieved in it right so because of that they were kufar well this is from the reasons yani, that they kufar that makes sense but these ones these Christians they affirm the name Ar-Rahman so their problem here in this regard and in this strict context is not their denial in Ar-Rahman, the name Ar-Rahman. No, they affirm the name Ar-Rahman. Right? But what what what's what what did they fall into? They fell into the they fell into the other thing that will negate your belief in Tawheed al Asma wa Sifat, and that is to affirm to Allah that which he negated for himself. So just because they affirm what Allah has affirmed, that's half of it. It's not all of it. But you also had to negate what Allah has negated. Okay? So they affirm that which Allah has affirmed. Ar-Rahman. But they also 
affirmed that which he negated. And that was, as they say, that Allah has taken a son. They said that Ar-Rahman has taken a son. So this shows us that you have to bring them both. You have to affirm what Allah has affirmed and you have to negate what he has negated. Ma'am? And if there's any deficiency in any one of those two, it's not enough. That individual has yet to believe in the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Shaykh he mentions, he said, Al-Khattah, عند هؤلاء أنهم أثبتوا لله ما نفاه الله عن نفسه. He says, so the, the, the mistake of these ones is that they have affirmed to Allah that which he has negated for himself. Naam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nazzahu nafsahu an al-walad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he negated for himself a child. He negated for himself that he has a son. وَهُمْ But they affirm it for Allah. Ya subhanallah. Out of all of this, do you see the arrogance of, of, of these human beings? In each of these cases? Do you see the arrogance of these human beings? You understand? In any other case, we, you, you, is is uh, more than appropriate to say to the likes of the individuals, what, what gives you the right? Allah has affirmed something for himself. And you deny it? What gives you the right? What arrogance is this? What stupidity is this? Right? And then likewise, for in the case of these Christians here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has negated the fact يعني, of him having children. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has negated him having a son. But yet they affirm to Allah that he has a son? Yeah, subhanallah. What kind of arrogance is this? What gives him the right to talk like this? And of course, we know the answer to this rhetorical question is that none. They have no right. They have no right to talk like this. You know, but do you see the arrogance? Yani, do you see the yani, how despicable this is for individuals to contradict Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as it relates to what he has informed us about himself? Yeah, subhanallah. As if, as if what? Are they saying they, they think they know better than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? I mean, for the one who has a sound mind, a sound intellect and a good heart, then it's, it's, it's of no doubt to him or her uh, that these things are kufr. To deny that which Allah has affirmed is kufr. And to affirm to Allah that which he has denied is kufr. How could it not be kufr? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He mentions about the likes of these individuals who say this in the next verse. لَقَدَ جِئْتُمْ شَيْئًا إِدَّا that verily they had brought forth something that is tremendously terrible, horrible, despicable. They brought forth such an evil thing. You're saying that Allah has a son? You brought forth an evil thing. And likewise with the with the, the polytheist who said that the angels were the daughters of Allah. You're saying that Allah has daughters? You brought forth an evil thing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Lem yalid walam yulad. He has no children and he has no parents Ma'am? the Christians they fall into both of these things they say Allah has a son and they say Allah has a mother subhanallah Ma'am? when you really examine this you understand when you really know what is your belief what is the proper aqidah and so on and so forth there leaves no doubt in your mind 
as relates to the disbelief of the Jews and the Christians, it leaves no doubt in anyone's mind when you look at it from so many different angles, so many different aspects and so on and so forth. How in the world could a Muslim who truly understands what is Iman believe that these individuals are believers? How is that even possible? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he does not have a son. They say no, he does have a son. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he does not have parents. They come and say no, he does have a mother. Subhanallah. What is this? How in the world could a Muslim with a sound brain believe these individuals are believers? Do, do you understand? In any event, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because these ones who 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 who, who would, would come and say, Oh, they are believers, Naam. Those who say these ones who say that Allah is a son, they're coming and saying, Oh no, they believe how? How they believe is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about them because of their statement. They have come with a most despicable and evil statement. A most despicable and evil statement. So what kind of man is going to sit in their face and appease them as if they're upon something good? That's a crime against humanity. You're hurting them. You're not helping them. You're helping to destroy them. You're aiding and abetting in their destruction. You're not helping them. You're not guiding them. You're not calling them to that which is correct. You're not calling them to go. You're not forbidding the evil. And this is from the reasons that this interfaith stuff, it is despicable. I call it a crime against humanity. That's what it is. It is a crime against humanity. A'udhu billah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said they come with a most evil statement. They have come with a most evil and despicable statement. Sheikh Abdul Razaki mentions a azeeman. They come with a statement that is tremendous. It is the epitome of dangerous. The epitome of dangerous. You, 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 subhanallah, human beings, right? And they say they, they have, have an intellect. These ones saying they have intellect. Yeah, subhanallah. The sky understand better than, 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 than that person. The, the ground understand better than that person. The mountains understand better than that person. That person sit in their face and smile at them and say, we'll talk about what we have in common. These individuals who believe that Allah has children. These individuals who believe that Mary is Allah's mother. A'udhu billah. Just to, yani, to say it out loud is, is so despicable. Subhanallah. Naam. And don't even get me started about the nation of Kufr. And they talking about Alfonso and baby G. Subhanallah. I mean, really, come on. Come on, Muslims, really. You have to understand what is our aqidah. We cannot be uh, tolerating and putting up with this foolishness. This, 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 this is so despicable. Listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about this. When these kuffar, when these kuffar say that Allah has a son, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, He says that the heavens are almost torn. تَكَادُ السَّمَوَاتِ يَتَفَتَّرْنَ مِنْهُ That the heavens, they almost tear apart. You sitting there smiling in their face. The heavens almost tear apart. وَتَنْشَقُ الْأَرْضَ And the earth almost splits asunder. The heavens almost rip up and the earth want to break, want to tear apart. And the mountains, they want to just fall down and crumble. Why? Because these people saying that Allah has a son. You understand? 
So how misguided is a person going to sit and smile in their face and make them think that they're okay when, when it, and they're talking to them about religion? You, you understand? That's the opportunity that they should be calling them to what is correct. Calling them to the correct belief. Of course. And with, with that which is appropriate, with gentleness, yani, and, 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 you know, and, and kindness and the most, uh, the, you know, the best of words and, and examples and, you know, uh, so on and so forth. Naam? And when you have to, then you debate with them in that which is better. You debate with them in a good way. You shut down their foolishness in a good way. You don't have to be condescending, rude, and you know, uh, so on and so forth. No, no, it doesn't require all of that. You can shut them down with ease because they're upon kufr, they're upon falsehood. Now, so it's easy to shut them down with ease and to make it clear to them. And this is this is in your attempt to trying to help them. This in your attempt to try to help them. Ma'am. This is what is required. Not to leave them upon this filthy belief thinking that they're okay. I'm okay. You okay. They okay. We all okay. You know? No, 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 no. But we have to make it clear to them that what they're upon is not good. In the best way possible, with wisdom, to let them know this is not correct. But what is correct is, is as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said, لم يلد ولم يولد. He doesn't have children and he doesn't have parents just so we remember when these individuals saying that Allah has a son that when they say that The sky wants to rip apart The earth wants to split asunder And the mountains want to crumble down and The mountains They want to crumble down And that is all due to them what? And All of that is due to what? Because they claim and they say that Ar-Rahman has a son. All of that is because they claim and they say and they ascribe for Allah that he has a son. Or that he has, in general we should say, children. Now, that Allah has children. And let's, let's not forget, let's not forget. That these same Christians, they refer to the human beings as being what? As being Allah's children. A'udhu Billah. You see? Despicable. Ala kulli hal. The Shaykh Ghazani mentions, he says, فَالْخَلَلْ في الأسماء والصفات يأتي من جهة إثبات ما نفاه الله أو النفي ما أثبته الله. He says so. Therefore, the deficiency in the names and the attributes of Allah, meaning a deficiency in a person's belief in the names and attributes of Allah, will stem from them affirming that which Allah has negated, or by negating that which Allah has affirmed. Now. So the person affirms that which Allah has negated, or if they negate that which Allah has affirmed, 
then this will constitute a deficiency uh, in their belief in and it will constitute what a disbelief in uh, which will constitute what a disbelief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the third category and it verily it is it is the, the tawheed of the ibadah that all of the ibadah belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so it means to single out Allah alone with worship and it is to single out Allah alone with worship and what will be the opposite of that what will constitute the opposite of that is to give anything from the acts of worship to other than Allah for example whoever they slaughter for other than Allah or in the name of other than Allah or they call, they make dua to other than Allah or they seek help in times of peril and that which only Allah can help them in but they seek help with other than Allah or they take an oath in other than the name of Allah or for other than Allah then verily that is, is a negator of it, Tawheed. That is that which will negates the Tawheed. You understand? It negates it. Negates the Tawheed. Naam. Bal, the Shaykh mentions, Bal dinuhu kullu. Yabutulu bidhalik. But all of his religion is gone because of this. You understand? All of his religion. It is gone because of it. Wa'iyadu billah. This is why these affairs they are of of extreme importance. These affairs they are of extreme importance. And it is a must that we are serious as it relates to them. To show us and to highlight this, how a, a, a person, if they fall into shirk as relates to the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because they're worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how it destroys all of their religion, it destroys it, it makes them kufar, all of their deeds are done. Allah ta'ala, he says in his noble book, in Surah Zumar, in his verse number 65 and 66, Allah ta'ala, he says, Allah Ta'ala, He says in His noble book that verily we have revealed to you, O Muhammad, and those who came before you, that indeed, if you were to associate partners with Allah, that your deeds, all of your deeds will be null and void. All of your deeds will be done. They would, be, they would disappear. They won't count. It's over. And verily, most definitely, undoubtedly, you will be from the losers. Now, you make shirk with Allah in His ibadah, no good deed for you. Your good deeds are done. All of them, done, gone, period. No more. And that's what a person who falls into what? The shirk al-akbar. They fall into major shirk. They fall into major shirk, and that major shirk falls upon them. All of the deeds, done, gone, it's over. And undoubtedly, they are losers. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the next ayah, بَنِ اللَّهَ فَعْبُدْ But rather worship Allah and worship Allah alone. وَكُنْ مِنَ الشَّاكِرِينَ And be from those who they are thankful. Those who show thanks. Those who show thanks بِلَا شَكُّ بِلَا رَيْ They are those who implemented Tawheed. They established Tawheed. That's at the top of showing thanks. And at the top of being ungrateful is to utilize those things that Allah Ta'ala has given you and then use them to worship other than Him. That's the epitome of being ungrateful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you all of these faculties, all these things you have, your hands, your eyes, your intellect, your yeah, and your senses and so on and so forth. Huh? And you're going to take all of that strength, all of that thing, that body that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you, that earth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put you on, that whatever materials inside of that earth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created, you want to take that stuff and then now shape and mold it into that which you're going to worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the epitome of being ungrateful. That's the epitome of being ungrateful. A'udhu billah. And this is why this affair, this affair is serious. This affair is not light. This affair is not trivial. This affair is not insignificant. But this affair is serious. It's of extreme importance. And this is why Imam bin Baz, he brings it where? He brings it in important lessons. Ma'am? brings it in important lessons. Because it's very important. And it's very important as Muslims that we know this stuff inside and out. That our belief it is firm. And then, uh, the Imam... Imam bin Baz Rahimullah Ta'ala He gets into the next section And that is dealing with the Aqsam al-Shirk As dealing with the categories of Shirk The categories of polytheism Bithilahi Ta'ala We will pick up from this point Inside of our next uh, meeting For this particular class Fa-naktafi bihad al-Qadr وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا